Ah, man. What's going on, everybody? Uh, soccer world, football world, however you want to call it, the beautiful game, Joga Bonito. We had international break. It was kind of slow, but luckily the break is over now. Club football is coming back. Marcus, Ephraim, Anthony, they here with us. Champagne Soccer, the Fantastic Four is here. How's everybody doing? Good, man. Thank you. Oh, man. Thank you all for being here. Anthony, what's up, man? FIFA 23 on your mind? Hey, man, I'm feeling great. I'm being a nerd. You know, one of those people that stays safe in their house and sticking to their business and purpose and playing FIFA 23 when it drops uh, early for the pre-order people. And I'm having a great time, Dan. Financial takeover at AFC Richmond's going well. Billion dollars. Ultimate team is going fine. Shout out to uh, Bernardo Silva, my midfielder, and Gabriel Jesus as a striker, and Rafael Leal as my left winger. <clears throat> I could go on, but hey, let's talk about real life football. <laughs> we now. Marcus, I know you had this on your mind, and I almost forgot about it when the topics, and hey, this was the hottest match of the weekend, man. Why don't you break it down for us, man? The Sideman charity match. They've raised a lot of money for a beautiful cause. The highlights were crazy. I think the final score was 8-7. So, hey, let us know how you saw the match. Woo-hoo. We back. Like you said, the four horsemen back. But, yeah, like you say, uh, for my YouTube guys out there, man, we watched out that uh, the Sideman uh, soccer charity match this week. It had various guys. If you know about the UK guys, uh, KSI, his whole little crew, uh, Mini Mentor, Toby, mm-hmm. you know, uh, Manny, a couple of those guys. Yeah. And uh, uh, American. My ahead. bad to cut you off, but isn't that um, I see like he's a popular YouTuber that has food like Mr. Beast. He's one of them, too. Right. I well, saw he not there. a side. He not oh, a side he man, just played you know, in a match. Bro- OK. Yeah, yeah. So he was on actually on the YouTuber side. Oh, and the, okay. And on the YouTuber side, we also had uh one of the hottest <laughs> young young boys on YouTube, Mr. Speed. The king. Okay. Young Speed out there doing work. Uh we had, and if you into the UK also, we had chunks out there. And yeah, uh, he scored a wonder goal as okay, well. Okay, okay. Saying he needs to be on a club, but he needs to he needs to relax himself. <laughs> But, hey Mark. Yeah, they yeah, what's up? Hey, sorry, man. Did they have a like legit? I ain't watching, but did it did they have a, like a legit ref? Like uh I think Mark Clattenburg was he the yeah, ref? Yeah, like, it was, oh, yeah, it was Clattenburg as a ref. And what was actually funny about that is speed took out he had an on outside goal. It was actually a good goal, but he uh he got pissed off and he chased down Clattenburg with his jersey and spanked him and got a yellow card. But yeah, that was oh. a good look game for charity, man. <laughs> And speed is crazy, man. He said, I can't believe he used to be a Premier League ref. Come on, man. How was I offside? <laughs> hey, shout out to my boy. Uh, well, not my boy, but uh, Mr. Mark Gladberg also was the re- was the manager. Yeah, had speed bird. thinking, had speed <laughs> thinking he was a legit man United coach. Oh, uh, he, he was. Hey, I heard about they that. Asked him, yeah, but he cleaned it up, Marcus. Speed didn't catch it though. He said, "Yeah, digitally, yeah, I managed man." You know, <laughs> I showed I showed Anthony some of his career mode highlights. He'd be stressed. One time, Wolves hey. the joint. Uh, Anthony he hey, gave he gave uh, Jude Bellingham a, a one dollar. 
release oh, one pound clause. my bad one, one pound. pound yeah one pound release clause <laughs> it did one time he gave his backup right back seven million a week he couldn't <laughs> he couldn't cancel the deals wow. do, yeah he'd be making lost moves he he managed uh england in the world cup in the final they lost to sweden he said he was ready to sell it longer because he was celebrating <laughs> too much <laughs> he is a real man united manager man goldbridge be going yeah. through a lot goldbridge is something else i, I follow him sometimes yeah he's funny <laughs> yeah for sure but how did y'all feel like i think that match showed the essence of sports having fun they had a good cause you had i show speed a 17 year old american able to go to the uk to continue to learn the game ingratiate himself in the community doing the cristiano celebration the tackle he had on KSI to start the match was crazy. It was wicked. Uh, yeah, yeah. Philly was having crazy passes. I like Goldbridge, the build-up play he had. His suit was real nice. He did look like an authority figure. I feel like a club should give him a job. But, hey, that match just made me realize how much we need a PL All-Star game, man. We need it. You think so, for real? Yeah, man. <laughs> Even shout out the NFL, you know, the Pro Bowl. They got yeah. rid of they got rid of the Pro Bowl. They said we're going to have flag football and all-star competitions. I love it. And I feel like soccer, we see it. Like a lot of these guys playing charity matches in the summer. I'm sure uh, you guys saw Roy Keane there, like a charity match, the Man United Legends. Yeah. Roy Keane was out there. So yeah. I think this is a sport that is dope, and they should be able to have more exhibitions just to showcase the fun of the game. Hey, real quick, Dan, like, like I think I mentioned it when we talked about it. I think if you do an all-star game, it has to be something where it's like you can't tackle like you do in a real game. You can't, you know, you, certain things you just can't do. Yeah. Like the NFL just did. Like a flag football game will be really fun to watch, I think, with these like superstar players. And same thing, if they, if, if they could fit a time in to put a game, like a, some kind of an all-star game into the Premier League, yeah, it'd have to be like you can't we we're not doing slide tackles. No, none of that, none of that slide tackling. None of that speed. None of yeah, that speed absolutely, Mark is right. So it'd have to be something where you have to make it like like you said, more fun, more skills challenge, like all that kind of stuff to kind of incorporate, you know, more of a, 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 a acceptance, I guess, uh into a game like that. <laughs> oh man, I think that. Whoever has the uh, Premier League match, I think the All-Star game, yeah, it should have competitions. Like the MLS has a lot of fun competitions that they do. I feel like they can even incorporate different leagues. Serie is looking at the All-Star game. We're going to see an All-Star game soon, man. I'm looking forward to it. But uh, let's talk about some real matches. Now, last week, we introduced our Road to the World Cup segment. Salute the Claytis. He'll definitely be back soon to give us another update on Germany and France as we move closer to the World Cup, less than two months away, which is crazy. Uh, did you guys see anything interesting this weekend or even today from international matches? Or maybe if you didn't, you might have read something. What did y'all take away from this international break? Uh, Anthony? Uh, man, I can't say I... Oh, <laughs> I didn't watch that many matches, but one thing I did see or notice was that Holland scored for his country. So <laughs> good to see he's still uh, 
staying informed, you know. And they lost. Shout out, hey, Sesco. I didn't. I didn't know there was eleven Hollands out there. Well, there isn't, but uh, okay. So yeah, my guy uh, scored. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> if you yeah. saw how he scored two, it was a community service goal. Like I didn't, my, man. See, yeah, I'm blind, my man, I'm blind to that truth. <laughs> my man had uh, the goalie had a nasty pass. Um, one of his teammates deflected it. Mm-hmm. It looked like a flick on it in Holland right there. Whoop! But he, it was a nice take. He had to score quickly because a defender was closing down. So he scored quickly. And then, yeah, they lost 2-1. Sesco scored a banger in that game. And he scored a banger today. So salute to Sesco, young star striker on, on the way. Oh, and didn't uh my other team uh road to the World Cup Argentina play? They play uh Nicaragua, right? Was that who they played? Yeah, yeah. And uh Messi had that vicious uh chip. Oh, it was Honduras. Sorry, Honduras. Honduras? Okay, yeah. who was playing Nicaragua? They wiped the floor with them. Yeah, it was gonna play Nicaragua today uh, and ball, doing man. nothing. Okay. I'll get to that. Okay, yeah, yeah. But uh yeah, Messi did boss up. Um, I know in our soccer chats that came up about Brazil and Argentina, and I know in me and your personal conversations, Dan, uh, I believe Brazil is a favorite. Then I said, like, Argentina, I thought they was, like, a low-key underdog uh, contender. He was like, yeah, nah, not even an underdog. They're hot. And, um, yeah. Yeah, so I feel like that that was on display um, over this break as well, that those two teams are – those two countries are hungry, and they're going to make it make it a hot World Cup. For sure. Now, speaking of strikers who scored, uh, Marcus, I'm sure you saw your man Nunes scored today as Uruguay played Canada. Did you get to see a little bit of that? I know you also checked out uh, the U.S. game today, too. Well, I saw the highlights on that Nunes. Oh, and my thoughts on that is we might have to uh, bring in Luis to end the season. Maybe. Oh, uh, no. He needs a <laughs> chaperone. It may be. Maybe. Maybe a retirement, you know, a retirement package. You know, we could come up. <laughs> I'm all for it. But I watch, uh, I watched a couple matches um, from a different couple countries. Um, But if we want to cover, like, my uh, teams for the Road to World Cup, um, the U.S., we got some problems, man. We can't put the ball in the goal. We take a lot of shots. We don't really boss up. Um, Greg Berhalter is trying to play a, a system, and we supposedly don't have five starters. Zach Steffen don't even get minutes. Matt Turner talking like he the best goalkeeper out there. And he don't get minutes either now with Arsenal. Exactly. And also the thing that got me was he's talking like he plays with his feet, and he's not that good at it. So, <laughs> I mean, but, like, the other games that I watched, I think that I was impressed by Brazil Day are threat they have too many weapons and this version of neymar with vinny y'all better watch out man um who else oh england i got some questions about southgate man that boy out here playing harry and luke shaw but shout out to luke shaw he actually played pretty solid against germany but he out here getting relegated in the net and what is it the nation's league Come on, man. Yeah, that, yeah that, that, that's what I say about the uh, international <laughs> break so far. Word. <laughs> now, Ephraim, how did you see things, man? What a great segue, right? Like, thank you, Marcus. I appreciate that because that's, that's <laughs> what I was 
<laughs> I was gonna start with England and like, yeah, I mean, yeah, I, 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 I'm shocked. I, I, I almost think that the English might have been all the commentary you needed. Uh, um, huh? No, I was saying, well, I was saying your long dramatic pause and saying, yeah, I think that might have been all the commentary you needed. That was so poignant, man. <laughs> I mean, because the whole t- the whole thing about in the British in the British sports media is is Harry Maguire and 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 what he's doing and what he's not doing. And Marcus, you know, pretty much hit the nail on the head with this one. And it's like, yeah, why? And, and, you know, I gave my man up when he gave the penalty up. Uh, he may have been uh, culpable for another goal. So, I mean, he just didn't play well. And, and to, to Marcus's credit, in the game against Germany, I'm speaking of, and, and in the same game, it seems as if uh, Luke Shaw played pretty well. Um, but England, you know, they lost to Italy their first game. That, that's the game, I guess, that got them relegated. Uh, and, and yeah, they're just they, – I'm, I'm questioning a lot of stuff, too, and I think a lot of the English press is questioning Southgate's uh, um, choices in his team selection. So, uh, Belgium, on the other hand, they went, they won a game and lost the game. They beat, um, they beat Wales the first game, 2-1. Uh, to one. I think uh, Anthony's boy, De Bruyne, scored a goal. Um, and then they lost to the Netherlands uh, the next game. So they lost one nil. Um, so, yeah, the, you know, I, I look, I'm going to echo you guys, man. I think one of the one of the one of the teams that's looking very dangerous. And we're all going to say is it, Brazil. I'm sorry. They really do. They look like they are one of the teams that are, are really going to give everybody a, a hard time next uh, in this World Cup. So. so uh, yeah, they may. Yeah, Brazil is a threat. Uh, Ghana played them on Friday. As a Ghana fan, I was tuned in. I thought that Otto Otto should have played with the formation that would give the team the best chance to progress in the World Cup. Um, A lot of countries, I believe, will play with a back five because the World Cup is about, hey, just like any competition, it's more about winning the match than entertaining the fans with a slick style of play. And so a and lot of teams, yeah. I, 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 yeah, I, I, I got a question. Why, why are the IU brothers still on the pitch? I'll get to that. That's a good question. But it, it speaks into the corruption of what's going on. But I'll get into that because on that match, um, Otto played a 4-2-3-1. Partey was a late scratch injury all-star. I wish Arsenal signed Douglas Louise. I wish, like I mentioned last week, Majid Ashimiru should be with the Ghana national team. You keep trying to rely on Partey. You're cooked. In the 2010 World Cup, Ghanaians never forget. uh, Michael Essien was hurt. He didn't play. But guess what? We still had Suleiman Tari. We still had Kevin Prince Boateng. We were able to adjust. Now in midfield, it's not the same. Now with the IU brothers, hey, we know their dad is Abede Pele, the greatest player in the country's history. We get that. Andre is the captain. He should not be the captain. But the problem is when he's hurt, the vice captain has been parte. But, oh, he's injury prone. Can't rely on him. So by that reason, 
Andre gets to remain captain. Jordan is another issue because with Ghana, they got um they got center backs. We got Salas Sudas come and play. We got Tariq Lamptey. We got a new right back. That's great. We got striker. We got Inaki Williams. I feel like he should be our starting striker. But Facts. with this, but with this 4-2-3-1, that's the issue. I think they should play a 3-5-2 have Lamptey or Adoy, uh, Dennis Adoy at right back. I like Dennis Adoy a lot. Um, left back, Gideon Mensa. I think the three should be Salasu at left center back, uh, Daniel Marte at Leicester at right center back, and then at center back should be Ajiku. And then the midfield too, the dream would be Partey and I think Daniel Kofi Kyrie that plays for Freiburg in Germany. He can drive the ball. He can pass. If I had to compare him to somebody for y'all, I would not even, I'm not even trying to disrespect him. I'm trying to be humble because I think he is a crafty player. He kind of reminds me of a young Fabian Delph, James Milner type in that, yeah, they have the pace to play on the wing or even as a number 10, but their ability to drive with the ball and to be direct at the number eight can be useful. So I think him and Partey would be good. Partey is hurt. So I think Adrisu Baba, that plays from Mallorca in Spain, is going to be the holding midfielder. And I wish we had uh, Kudus and Inaki Williams playing up front. But the problem is that Isehaku, he scored a banger. He's the young guy I've been telling you all about. Marcus knows him. Liverpool was trying to sign him. It was a crazy controversy. It looked like he was going to Leverkusen. Now he's at Sporting Lisbon. He's been getting the opportunity to play. He wears number seven. He is not ready to be a starter, but he scored a banger today. Salute. Um, Afina John, he was at Roma. Mourinho was loving him. Then he sold him to a smaller club that's in a, rele a relegation battle in Italy. I even forgot their name. It starts with F. Let me, excuse me, let me look their name up real quick. But he's another guy. He's getting the opportunity to play. Sorry, it looks like, uh, you know, Enketia doesn't want to switch. Oh, yeah, he plays for a Criminacy 19th. They going down. So with Ghana, it looks like we ain't going to do much right now. It's a project maybe in a couple years we can be a threat but right now it's shaky i agree with what all y'all said on um, brazil is the favorite for me and the ghana match they were playing like a 4-3-3 and neymar was in the midfield three deep making plays dictating movement richarlison had a brace he was smooth they got Eder militao playing right back but it's basically like what i was saying earlier a lot of teams are going to play with a back three so if you're able to have Militao play at right back, he's not going to push up as much and he can protect Grandpa Tiago Silva with Marquinhos. That's going to be formidable. The midfield, they have the balance with Fabinho and now it looks like Lucas Paqueta and Neymar and they can switch it with Casemiro started actually. Then Fabinho came off the bench. So they got so many weapons. It's all about finding the right balance in their attack too. But it looked like they found something. Um, Did you see the striker? They didn't pay play Jesus or um, 
for being I mean for me no they played uh Pedro yeah no well against Ghana they started Richarlison at striker and he had a brace so I don't I think today they switched it up and I don't know I didn't see the lineup but I saw unfortunately someone threw a banana on the pitch racism still alive that sucks we'll try to get rid of it out the game has no place for that on earth but it is what it is but I think they got a lot of weapons. I think the uh, countries, from what we see, France ain't winning the World Cup because, hey, when y'all think about it, who's the last reigning World Cup champion to go to the World Cup? And they were formidable. They've all tanked in the group stage from from, uh, Brazil, or sorry, from France in 02, losing to Senegal, to Germany in uh, 2014 or 2018 getting cooked in Russia. We saw Spain in 2014 getting cooked at the group stage. So I don't think uh, France is doing anything. uh, England, like you mentioned, E, I don't see them doing anything. The only European team in form looks to be the Netherlands. They haven't lost since Van Hall came back. Yeah, the Netherlands are dangerous, man. They have a lot of good young talent on that team. Combined with some of the veterans too, like Daily Blind still starts at left back, but then they bring in Malaka, your man. He's mm-hmm. looking good. I yep. saw uh, he scored a banger in training, and even Van Hall was, ooh, he was feeling it. That's what I love about, see, Van Hall, he's a prodigy. And a lot of people try to disrespect him because it didn't work out at United. I'm happy he, he's back he at Netherlands and he's balling. Yep, and sorry, Dan, and they thought oh, they- nah. Yeah, they thought he they thought his style died away because you know because look look how long he's been coaching look how, look at yeah. the teams he's coached so he they thought his style died away as well but I think he's adapted very well like you like you mentioned I think he's brought in a good mix of, of veterans with those young talents they have some phenomenal talents I mean we talked about a couple of them before you know like Ryan Gravenberch and people like that so yeah I mean they they they're a really dangerous team and uh, they if you want to talk about a maybe a they're ranked eighth in the world, so it's not like they're totally a dark horse. But you talking about a team that might that might take you by surprise in a little bit. It might be them, for sure. And hey, look at it, man. They've been to three finals and they've never won it. Mm-hmm. They helped create the modern game as we see it, and they haven't won the ultimate prize. So they definitely are a dark horse. We'll see what happens. I'm rooting for them. No doubt. How do y'all feel about, uh, is there any team that y'all think like, oh, Africa, can anybody sneak and surprise anybody in the Middle East, the U.S.? Senegal, Senegal. I think they probably, they probably the the team out of Africa, because since you say Ghana looking shaky, they did look kind of shaky against Brazil. I didn't see the second match, but I would say Senegal because they are deep and they, and then they t- they got a lot of tall players with speed. Yeah, I would agree with Marcus. Yeah. They they seem like they might be the the best out of the ones. I would like to say Nigeria, but I haven't, you know, a lot of they haven't been crazy. Hey, 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 hey they, they, yeah, you know why they're not gonna be at the World Cup? We we sent them home. No, Ghana. Right. We <laughs> knocked them out. They ain't gonna be there. When I y'all was talking about the jerseys, oh, I said, where, yeah. I was like, where are they going? Where are they using those jerseys at? They at a, Chris, at a Christmas festival? I told they, you said Nations League? Yeah, they lost the Jalof Derby. So they well, you them. said the Afro Nations League, Marcus? Whoa, they got to oh, invent that. Dang. Inventing the tournament, man. 
Uh, man, well, hey, you brought it up, man. Let's talk about it. Uh, the UEFA Nations League, if you guys aren't aware, the competition started a few years ago to try to counteract the intense friendly schedule that was happening that, hey, you guys are playing a lot of so-called pancake teams. Why don't you make a competition to for us to promote the European game? So now the Nations League is a new competition where you have different groups. You can get relegated. Um, and it's like the winner, I guess, your prize is to get a spot in the European Championship. So how do y'all feel about this competition? uh it, it just sounds like a lot of mush man just just i don't know unnecessary i guess it's cool for the sake of the sport since they can't take a break but <laughs> yeah. i mean this is interesting because you know i know they had talked about uh having the world cup every two years trying kind of ch changing that up a little bit too um so i think maybe in lieu of that this is probably something that kind of holds it down but I mean, I'm not as excited about about it. I mean, I kind of look at these games like international friendlies, but, you know, it is what it is. I mean, if, you know, if they care more about it as players and, and uh, then then I'll probably care more about it as well. But, yeah. Yeah. Um... It's the Caribou Cup for the internationals. Yeah. But I would say this time, it kind of matters because it's the last time they together before the World Cup. Yeah, it's your last uh, tune-in matches. I hear that because I don't know if y'all noticed, but a uh, Concacaf also have a Nations League. Do y'all be checking in on that? And he, US, has got, US has got slid, bro. Uh, to Japan or somebody? Yeah, no, man. No, man. We 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 drew. To Saudi Arabia, Saudi I didn't Arabia watch today. I didn't watch that because the match before that they got slid. Yeah. Yeah. Let's not talk yeah. about that. Yeah, so, it was pretty nah. sad, Marcus. I'm with you on that, man. It was pretty bad, bro. Yeah, and it was but, like, sorry. Oh no, I was just gonna say, do you guys know who have won the Nations League? There's been two champions already. Do you guys know who've won them? Can you list them? Didn't uh, Portugal win one? Yeah, Portugal. Yeah, yeah, Portugal, yeah Portugal won the first and, one. Uh, I just looked at it. Portugal and um, oh my gosh, what's wrong with me? Uh, France. France. Yep. Yep. They won that. They won that. They won that after they lost the Euros, <laughs> correct? Yeah, France. Well, yeah, well. France, uh, Portugal won the First Nations League at, at while being the reigning, yeah, the reigning European champions. So and they I went think, in Portugal. Yeah, so I believe, I think they do it for this one every two years. Yeah. So, so the first winner, 2019, was Portugal, then 2021, France, and then next year, 2023, is the next one. It's the host nation is going to be uh, the Netherlands. Hey, Dan, I, if I'm not mistaken, I think it's going to 2024 for this one. Uh, for I'm on the Wikipedia right now. It says the 22, 2023. Okay. Yeah, it says the finals will be between uh, June 14th through 18th in June. Okay. And, and the relegation playoffs is in 2024. Got it. 
Do you guys know who the leading scores of a Nations League are right now? Somebody from Italy, because they probably the only ones taking this competition so serious. Nah, it's a uh, two, two yeah, yeah, two Vikings. <laughs> I don't think their teams are going to the finals. Nah, Allen got to get it in while he can, right? Yeah, I respect it. Hey, get those goals, no. doggy doggy. I hope you go to a Euros one day or a World Cup, but if you never do, at least the Nations League is your turf. Hey, hey, Dan, real quick. Hey, didn't I call it though? Beginning of the season, Mitrovic killing it. Yeah, killing yeah. it. You're told, right. Hey. I told you my man was going to do it. He's hey, doing man. it still. We we not we haven't started video yet, but we will very soon. And Ephraim, you might as well pop your collar. <laughs> Y'all can't see it, but just know it happened. But man, Nations League. So. Marcus, you did bring up a good point. This is like the last tune-up matches. Um, how do y'all feel about now as we go into the World Cup? Do you guys think that uh, players are now going to be on their best behavior, relaxing, trying to make sure they can stay fit? Because a lot of people are getting hurt, as y'all see already. It's 45 days to the World Cup, right? After oh, he's the- counting down, yeah. <laughs> yeah. They finna be on cruise control, bro. <laughs> Fake hamstring Deion Sanders packages. Oh, no. <laughs> hey, that would be hilarious. Anthony, how you feeling about it, man? Hey, man. Uh, KDB is going to pull the Paul Pierce on the wheelchair. Whoa. You know what I'm saying? He's going to be, you know, like Marcus said, fake hurt. Uh, Cancelo, he made uh, you know what I'm saying? Oh, be being a, a hoodie in Manchester City, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> in the stands, you know what I'm saying? With his feet kicked up, so he ain't even playing the derby. Hey, man, <laughs> Foden, yeah, he may be chilling with Southgate training over there. Something sick, he may somebody's gonna have COVID. Watch, whoa, somebody, that's somebody, I like it. Somebody's getting COVID. Hey, you know what should happen, guys? Um, these mid-table teams, lower-table teams that maybe they won't have as many international players going to the World Cup, I like to see how they relax because some guys are going to have too much fun on break and come back heavy. Hey, <laughs> man, it's not just going to be the middle-table teams. Mares will be right there with them. Oh, nah, chill. Algeria's in the World Cup, man. Relax, man. Nah, man. What, whatever club they at, it'll be there. Holland, Holland ain't going. Nah, yeah. Hey, I ain't seen Marez. I don't know where he's at. Whoa, come on, man. Hold on. Now you got me questioning if if Algeria's going to the World Cup. Now they have to go. They there. Hold on. Let me see. Hey, he's all I got to say. He's not informed like he wants to go to the World Cup. Hey man, oh shit! I don't think they're there. Hold on. Hey Mo, Mo in the gym. He's still, he's still looking for uh Sergio. Oh yeah, he's not there too. Oh yeah, they didn't make it. Yeah, Algeria didn't. Oh no. Hold on. So the five. Well, if you guys don't know, uh, there's five African nations that make it. So it's Ghana, Cameroon, uh, Tunisia. Hmm. Senegal, and what? That's it? 
who oh i said cameroon senegal ghana tunisia oh monaco yeah algeria didn't make it oh yeah so you're right anthony myres is cooling yeah he's been that's how he start he realizes like <laughs> whoa there's there's a couple month break in the middle of this season i don't need to be playing Pep said, I wish for the Mares of old to return. <laughs> Maybe this is his time to like get himself together, man. <laughs> yeah. He's getting his orders ready. Oh, what bottles he's trying to get. <laughs> oh, oh he's gonna be real, he's gonna be really relaxing, huh? Okay. Yeah. Ah uh, man. <laughs> hey, speaking of bottles, man, let's get into it, man. Champagne soccer, champagne goal of the week. I know if you guys didn't see as much action, that's okay. For me, I got to salute CeeLo. He's in our soccer chat. He's a Man United fan. And he sent me something that I had to agree with. I don't know if you guys saw it, but Benjamin Sesco, the future star striker of a Premier League team, I think Chelsea is looking in on him. United is looking in on him. I think this man is going to the top. If you guys don't know about him, he's 19 years old, plays for Red Bull Salzburg, the Slovenian national team. And today they played Sweden and he scored a banger with his left foot. Mind you, this guy is 6'5", a traditional target man striker. And if y'all see the volley that he scored with his left to go to the far post, as Alejandro Moreno, everybody's favorite ESPN FC broadcaster says, where the spider laid their eggs. Hey, that was a banger, man. So that's my champagne goal of the week. Uh, Marcus, you got to check it out if you get some time. And you should be scouting them, man. Y'all need a striker. So check them out. I'm yeah. going to go with uh, Baba, Babalu Dia on Senegal. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah. In that Bolivia match, when they when they really dominated and cooked them, he in the fourth minute, my boy had a shot outside the box. He popping bottles of that one. Nice, nice. Anthony, did you have something that stood out to you? I think I know where you're going because it was beautiful, and you did reference it earlier. Yeah, man. I'm going to just stick with the messy chip. Man. Yeah. That yeah, it was smooth. If you guys don't see it, it was a crazy one touch. And let me see. Yeah, it was a crazy one touch. And all right, yeah, good choice, Anthony. That goal was a banger. Messi, one touch, silky. Uh, Ephraim, what was your goal of the champagne goal of the week? Man, it was tough. I had a choice between two, but I'm going to go with uh, Kai Havertz. His oh, one yeah, that was nice against England. Yeah, man, top of the box, uh, hitting the left corner of the, uh, the goal. So yeah, man, that was mine for sure. Officer Kai, yeah. <laughs> officer. Hey, we talked him up though. He he been balling. He's balling. So yeah. Yeah. All right. Now, who was in the club this week? Now, hey, like we said, a lot of brothers were enjoying themselves. Who do you think had the most fun during the international break? Neymar. Nice. Oh, yeah. He about to break. He about to break that record. Get out the way, Pele. 
<laughs> That's crazy. Neymar's about to be Brazil's all-time leader in scoring. That's wild. Mm-hmm. Hey, I'm going to switch it up, man. Um, I'm going to go with Pence, the Austrian goalkeeper, because uh, uh, that stop that he had, uh, on M- I mean, not Mbappe, but AT on his bicycle kick, mm-hmm. uh, A1. I'm going to let you All in the right. club for that, bro, just for 30 minutes. <laughs> you know who's in my club this week, guys? The England national team. That boy, Harry Kane. This summer, the ladies won Euros. Now you're the captain leading your team down nowhere. Salute to y'all. Drink up because it's about to be a geeked up World Cup for you. You guys should hire Mark Goldbridge to be the new manager. I saw the tactics he had in the sidemen match. They were playing the they were playing out the back. They had silky one-touch football. It looked like something England should be doing. And then did you see how uh, Harry Kane celebrated that penalty he, he scored? Yeah, nasty. <laughs> no flavor. I mean, come on, man. Y'all getting relegated from, from the Nations, Nations League and you celebrate like y'all won the World Cup. Hey, you know what? You know what he's celebrating, though? Because, hey, Nations League don't matter. And you know why? He's getting closer to breaking that, that Wayne Rooney record. He wants to be the all-time leading scorer in England. He knows what he needs. I think he's yeah. Uh, what's do you know Wayne Rooney's record? Because um, Harry Kane has fifty one goals for England. Wayne Rooney looks fifty three. Yeah, I'm on you. Yeah, I'm on your butt. Yeah, so he needs three more to become England's all time leading scorer. That's why he's turned up. Got it. Makes sense. Yeah, and he's gonna break it. And if you look at it, uh, Rooney, of course, he was used in a multitude of roles, but he had yeah. a fifth. 53 goals and 120 matches. Harry Kane currently has 51 goals and 75 matches. So, yeah, he's going to obliterate that record, uh, man. But, hey, before we go, football's coming back, club football, club soccer, and it's a couple big derbies. Hey, blue versus red, the north side, Manchester derby, the noisy neighbors been running things for basically a half decade uh but united is back so they say after the corruption you know for them to beat arsenal but then drown in the europa league match how do y'all feel about this derby going into it i feel like it's gonna be another one of those games we like we played against liverpool and arsenal but uh I think united is gonna fall into some kind of a uh shell for, the, for, for a lot of parts of the game Man, four zero. First or four. What? Man, please, y'all ain't winning four one. That ain't happening, bro. (laughs) Y'all ain't winning no four one. If anything, I give y'all a draw two two. I give you that. (laughs) (laughs) Hey man. All right, remember I went on a limb about my fault for being too hype. I did. So I'm doing the same thing with this. My fault for being too hype. Three one. I got you. That's it. That's the best I'm gonna do. I like it. I like it. Three, yeah, three one city, please. What y'all might need bro. to have hey. a gentleman's bet. Who you y'all need to have a gentle? I think y'all need to have a gentleman's bet. And I don't want to set the parameters too crazy, but hey, this is champagne soccer. I'ma walk to 7-Eleven tomorrow and see what's the cheapest bottle at <laughs> 7-Eleven. And whoever wins, y'all gotta buy the loser. You might have to send them $12.99 to pop a bottle of that 7-Eleven. 
champagne. How do y'all feel? I don't know, man. It's a, it's Derby week. I'm excited. Yeah, you can get it. I'll, I'll cash up you 15 for some uh red wine from 7 Eleven. Oh, box wine. Oh, wow, that was rose or something. What is this? It's gonna be boom. Nah, man, that, that menage a trois. You know what I'm saying? Whoa, that, whoa, whoa, salute to the sisters out there. Hey, man, I, I crush that stuff too, man. That's right. That Come on, man. Trust, can't trust no alcohol from 7 Eleven, bro. I'm sorry, man. I learned my lesson back when I was a teenager, man. Hey, man. <laughs> Y'all can always get the Jimmy Butler sewings for uh, money. Uh, I got the real ones, bro. I got the real ones. Well, the real ones, not well. Hey, this is Champagne Soccer. So the Neymar baby mama sewings he had, remember those? <laughs> yeah. Ain't hey, nothing worse than Deli Alley. I'm sorry. <laughs> Another one, yeah, another so and done. Oh man, it's a sick epidemic, man. <laughs> so final score prediction. I heard uh you were saying, E, are you are is your final prediction a two-two draw? If you guys don't know, this is at the Etihad Sunday, nine o'clock Eastern. I get it. I'm with it. Hey, look, I'm gonna go two one United. That's my score. Okay, and Anthony. Uh rip three one realistically. Um, Holland. <laughs> hey, if Holland doesn't, if Holland doesn't have a hat trick, he has a brace, and De Bruyne has one. So I'll get specific. I can. I don't mind standing on my my ten toes. Yeah, I'm standing on the two, bro. I said two one, yeah, homie. Yeah, coming into but that that ain't that ain't humble. You should say one two or something like that. Oh, well, you, you want to be a rapper, Mike? Chip, one two. <laughs> <laughs> he should tell he should say what it really is gonna be. You know what I'm saying? Like uh he should be shaking in his boots. He should be uh, uh, and if I'm gonna say it in the English way, I'm gonna say, yeah, one, two. The home team one, the win the uh away team two. Mm, so yeah, oh, do it like man. that. Right. Oh, one, two. You're absolutely right. That's how I'm gonna do it. Hip hop, hip hop. Whoa, I like that. I like that. <laughs> Hey, but funny thing is, I'm, I'll be on uh, the West Coast this weekend, man. Oh, I'll yeah. Watching, I'll be watching it on, on your time schedule, E. That's yeah. So you're going to be an hour behind him? Yeah, I'll be behind you for I'm going to Portland, man. PDX, back home, man. Hey, that's what's yeah. up. Back home. Man, you yeah, nah, I, nah, I will. Hey, I remember the sunsets, a true sunset. I seen mountains, <laughs> man. Yeah. I'm not a highway boy. I seen volcanoes in my background. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, shout out to your grandma. Happy birthday in advance. Have fun. Absolutely. That, that's going to be exciting. And Saturday before, you know, the big game on Sunday, the Saturday Derby, Arsenal hosts Tottenham, you know, the North London Derby. What I feel like it kind of is the most exciting Derby. Now, of course, I'm biased. I'm an Arsenal fan, but I think that it is the most exciting Derby right now because they're two teams that are always in similar standings fighting for a place in the top four. It always has great applications. Harry Kane used to be an academy product of Arsenal. Now he's the greatest player Tottenham's had. And of course, their captain, their previous captain, 20 plus years ago, Sol Campbell left to come to Arsenal for free. You know, it's a real rivalry. They are right down the street from each other. It gets hectic. It gets violent. I'm expecting a hot match. Um, of course, I'm biased. I'm always going to say my team is going to get a result. I feel like it's going to be a very good match. Um, Tottenham is on form. Sun scored a banger as a free kick for South Korea. He also scored again today. 
when uh, South Korea beat Cameroon 1-0, so he's on smoke. Richarlison, like I mentioned earlier, he had a brace uh, for Ghana. He's on smoke. He mentioned Harry Kane scored. So their front line is banging. It's going to be nerve. It's going to be crazy. I think it's going to be a high score match. I'm saying Arsenal 3-2, man. I think Gabriel Jesus, I hope the rest that him, Martinelli, and our center back, Gabriel, you know, Tiche didn't call them for Brazil. They should be rested. Odegaard, he was a guy that was looking touch and go to play for Norway. He did. And we'll see. Hopefully he can play. Uh, Partey, like I said earlier, was going to play against Brazil, was late scratch. He was sent from the Ghana training camp to go to London earlier. I hope it's nothing serious and he's able to play. But I'm going to say Arsenal 3, Tottenham 2. What do y'all think is going to happen in that derby? I mean, history's on y'all's side. I got 3-3, three, three, tie, uh, draw, excuse me. Okay. I got 3-2, Arsenal. Actually, yeah, I, I do have 3-2, Arsenal. I would love a draw, like a 2-2 two, two draw. Um, and now I got to get a, I got to get unbiased oh. and get y'all, have y'all start dropping points or get biased. We're not a threat, man. Get out of here. Hey, man. I just like uh, seeing the competition fall early. That's all. (laughs) (laughs) How do you feel, Marcus? Hey, since I ain't got no, uh, well, y'all are my ops. That is the op, (laughs) that is the op derby. Um, I'm gonna go a draw. I want to say a draw on both sides, the city and uh, mm. United and uh, Arsenal and uh, Tottenham. Tottenham, I need y'all to just start dropping points and we start getting dubs off these light teams and we get on a run. Yeah, uh, it's that time. I forgot you guys are in eighth place. Uh, dang and it, it's time, huff. <laughs> and hey, it's gonna be interesting. Uh, you guys play Brighton, of course. They lost Grand Potter to Chelsea. Um, this is going to be their first match with their new coach. If you don't know who it is, his name is Roberto De Zerbi, an Italian coach. Um, he most notably recently coached um, Shakhtar Donetsk and Sassuolo, and he's been pretty good. He used to coach Parma, uh, Palermo, so he's a guy that People respect his ability, so we'll see how that works out for him. He's a young coach, 243, so, hey, I think he'll be pretty good. We'll see how the international break has been with him, but uh, how do you feel about that match, Marcus? Because Brighton's been all right this year. They've been been all right, but I'm hoping since since the guy left that he took all the wins with them. You know what I mean? I mean, I'm losing help us all in the long run. Y'all well, can yeah, drop they the are fourth. fourth place. Yeah, they are fourth place right now, Brighton. Y'all, y'all can drop the four. We can go ahead and start making our run the first. You know, you know what I'm saying? Uh, I think it's going to be a tough game. But like how you said, I think if both teams being rested, all of my old guys should be back. Van Dyke getting the goal for uh, Netherlands. Like the mojo is going, man. I, I think we got something popping. Right, three three one, because you know we leaky right now. <laughs> Ephraim, what do you think? Well, you know, I, I it's gonna be hard for me to be biased in this one because I obviously want Liverpool to lose this one. So, uh, if I'm speaking in realistic terms, I guess maybe like two one Liverpool, but 
Okay. Two. I'm gonna go the other way around though. Oh. I'm Marcus. <laughs> you, 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 you got beef? <laughs> <laughs> Anthony, My Manchester guess I was a road man now. Chill out now. Whoa, road man. Whoa, whoa. <laughs> what happened now? What's going on? Uh, well, Marcus is on the road, so watch out. I did see Kanye hanging out with Hetty One and Skepta, so I don't know what's going on. He's on the road. But, uh, <laughs> but Anthony, how you feeling, man? Liverpool, Brighton, it's a big match, man. Top four implications. It's not a big match, man. Marcus oh. and Ephraim, Marcus and Ephraim reading the same comic books I got over oh. here. Oh wow. Yeah, it's some fantasy going on. I'm I'm <laughs> hearing Liverpool trying to make a crazy push, one wishing for draws and stuff. And man, yeah. Brighton's going to show that they're a real team. It's going to be a hot uh, 2-1 for y'all, Marcus. Okay. Brighton. I think it's going to be 1-1 draw. Yes. Yeah. And yeah. I feel like in that derby, I think it's going to be City 4, United 2. Uh, wow. <laughs> Dang. Okay. All right. Yeah. Holland is going to be posing. He's going to be like, you bums really thought I was supposed to be a backup to Rashford and Martial? Watch this hat trick on your head, top. Oh, wow. I need, they got, I need revenge. For, you, Mac? I need revenge for how y'all ended my daddy's career. I'm killing uh, y'all. Wow. Okay. I hey. think he's coming for blood, man. You got him scoring a hat trick on this. Okay. Yeah. Have yeah, you I seen think. a solar eclipse in real life? It's going to be Holland versus <laughs> Lil Martinez. You won't see him on the pitch. Oh, he said you won't see him. <laughs> you know that Veronica's back there as well. I'm just saying, so. <laughs> uh, oh, you mean, I? you know you know his nickname in France, right? What? Damaged Goods. <laughs> oh, <my God. laughs> hey, I seen, I seen Jesus Olay him and post him up. Yeah, relax. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm about to let yeah. Hey, hey, babe. I hope y'all have fun. Champagne soccer. Hey, real soccer is back, man. International <laughs> stuff is fun. Babe, we know the clubs is what it's about. That's where you see the high-level competition. But hey, maybe that'll be a conversation for the next week. What is the highest level of competition? Champions League, World Cup. Hey, man, these are the type of things you're gonna get. Next week, we're gonna find out who popped the seven dollar bottle of 7-Eleven champagne. Ephraim mm-hmm. said he's too classy for that, but he might have to pop it, man. We gonna see. Champagne soccer, we out. <laughs>